0: My name is uh, Gérard Panetton. I'm chairman and CEO of a uh, junior company exploring in Canada uh, named Goltera Resource Corp. Good to
1: see you. Welcome to London. How are you? Very good yourself. Oh, but not Yeah, really bad. I, I kind of feel you should have a, like a TV show, the, the, the million-dollar million hole. What do you, what do you reckon? Uh, listen, uh, you know, a million-dollar
0: hole, if you find a million ounces, still a dollar an ounce. Right. Okay. So, so I think when you have a target, mm. you know, when you explore for gold, um, you always have to have an economic objective. Uh, for example, I joined Gold years ago, four years ago now, uh, to help a, a good old friend, David Suda, uh, you know, bring some, some technical expertise, some, some, shared my the success I had before with, with the Gold shareholders and group. And I also invested in the company because I believe in the project. And the main reason I believe in the project is because it's a high-grade story, 15, 20 grams. Um, and, of course, when you develop a model, you need to know what type of model. I have a shareholder, for example, uh, that always tells me, said, The Campbell shear is your big plumbing system. This is where you can find five million ounces. So, but if you spend all your money on a small, dinky little thing at surface, you may drill a lot and still find only 200,000 ounces. You know, you're not going to build a mine on 200,000 ounces. It may be a good, uh, what we call
1: a satellite deposit to bring to the mill. But it's not going to help you build a mill. Tell me, tell me a bit about wh- where you're at. Because you talk about building economic uh, resources. Uh, yeah, economic you, should always, us, you right? should always. You should always. Absolutely. It's about making money. I, I get it. But it's, it, that's harder than it sounds, right? Because most companies kind of come through this door struggle with that in terms of the cost per ounce. It's prohibitive. High grade helps change that somewhat. But you still got to find that stuff. So well, people have to learn. Uh, look, I, I don't know who you interview, uh,
0: that comes to your platform. Uh, I don't know their experience. Uh, I was very fortunate through my career. Uh, I didn't came out of the boonies five years ago. I've been around for 40 Uh, and uh, I was very well educated in my 12 years at Barrick by very good people and uh, uh, very good mentorship, uh, whatever it was, geology, mining, metallurgy, financial leadership. And um, but every property that you will set your eyes on, everything you're going to evaluate it. For example, when I evaluated Detour, I looked at all the section over an afternoon in April two thousand and six, and I saw the potential for five million ounces. I end up finding thirty million ounces, of which sixteen became reserved quickly, and now Iñiquí Gold is sitting on a deposit that will go another 20 years. You know, Detour has been 10 years in production, probably already produced 5 million ounces, but you gotta have your eyes open about the target you're targeting. Your objective in a drill program is to find ounces, and economic ounces, and how much do I need to find? I don't need to find 20 million ounces like a Detour to build a huge mine like we did. Uh, In a high-grade story, uh, you could find 2 million ounces, for example, at 10 to 15 grams. 10 grams at surface, 15 grams at the bottom. That's what you need. Okay. And when I optioned them, the combat, you have a question.
1: I do, too, because, like I say, uh, there's lots of small uh, explorers he c- come through our doors and they talk a game of theory, right? You just said an exceptional, by any sign exceptional, and draw all right. right? But you've got to kind of piece this together. You know, your M and I's. You know, you, you, your is a, you know you, you've got to you've got to get up to what, what what's the, what's the a reasonable resource estimate to get to market with, a ma- maiden resource estimate to got to market with at the moment. What are people looking for to value you? Well, you know, uh, a mine costs money to build. Yeah. Right. So you calculate
0: basically how big the mine would be, and say, for example, if the mine costs three hundred million dollars, mm. and I find two million ounces then my depreciation will be $150 per ounce to build it. That's kind of like the, the, the quick back of the envelope arithmetic. If gold is, we're going to use $1,800 because it's an easy thing. Okay. There's 30 gram of gold per ounce. Okay. And, and if you have 10 gram mine, your ton is value at $600 US a ton. Okay. In Canadian dollars, eight hundred. We do mining in Canada for about two hundred dollars a ton. So you know your margin. Yeah. So you you can rapidly go, but when you deal with a a, a Detour project like we build, uh, it's amazing. I it's been already ten years that that I left Detour, but you um, you know when we were going to the feasibility study in twenty ten. Uh, it took 26 months to build the mine, by the way. So 2011, 2012, and two months in 2013. So we, we built it on time. And um, but in the feasibility study, the first feasibility study was at 30,000 tons per day. You know, uh, the cutoff grade would have been maybe 0.5 grams. Uh, so so you evolve. The feasibility study is a process of of looking at all the option and taking the best one to make sure you 're making money, because at the end of the day, when you build a mine, you want to make sure that you 're going to deliver right and, and in and today, when you look at detour or okay, is in the Arctic, which is the two best example of that period of time,
1: we succeeded both a cisco and detour right. now i'm I'm, kind of, I'm interested in your experience in, in terms of building comp- well making discoveries and building a company et cetera but I want to see how do you apply that to what you 've got today because like I said, you've got to find the answers, you've got to find the economic answers, and you've, you've got a certain amount of money spent, right? It's a different market out there, equities get yeah. crushed, money's hard, to, money's hard to come by. You you've got to spend it wisely. So investor, so investor have
0: to look at different things, okay? Mm-hmm. They have to look at the location of the project, the management team, uh, do they, these guys have a plan? Like people quite often, what makes me laugh sometimes is that, what's your plan? Sell the company. No, my plan is not sell the company. Yeah. It's to create shareholder value, okay? And it's a tough market to do it because, you know, I, I own a lot of share in Goltera, almost 6.7 million share. My average is 26 cents. The stock is six, seven cents. Yeah. So, so I'm losing quite a significant amount of money. And uh, it's tough because, you know, it's like, okay, uh, who wants to buy at $0.07 cents when the stock could be $0.05? And in a, in a market which is kind of like up and down with the gold price, you know, it's fluctuated. we got a great gold price. Yeah, maybe not for a low-grade deposit, but for a high-grade deposit in town. And, and the best, there's a, there is a, there's a good parameters investor can use. Yeah. I use it all the time. Personally, I use it also to promote our story. Okay. We are in a town of 20,000 people. We are somewhat remote at the end of the road, fine, but we do have access. We also have access to hydropower already in place, 20,000 people. Everybody goes home at night. What is the advantage? I mean, there's, there's two things that attracted me to work in Yellowknife and the Northwest Territory well, maybe three. The potential to find gold,
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay, that's the first one. Is there any potential to find more gold? 14 million ounces was mined over five kilometers, okay, down to 2,000 meters. We have a 70 kilometers district scale potential to find more ounces to the south of the con mine and to the north of the giant mine. The deposit or the plumbing system of this gold system is huge. It's like it's like it's like Golterra control all of Timmins. It's like terror control everything of Valdor. Mm. It's like Gold terror control everything in Kirken Lake. This is a district scale thing. And yeah, I get it. I get it. But I'm but, but what? No, but to to be very to because there's there's three points. One point is the potential. Mm-hmm. Second point, you're in town. Mm-hmm. So it's cheaper, cheaper to drill.
1: Yeah. Yep, no camps, all good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No helicopter. Yeah. What's the third thing? The third thing is the grade. The grade. Okay. Going after the grade because the grade is the greatest,
1: greatest king. You're never going to change that. Grade helps. Death helps. Yeah. Yet not having to spend masses on op bags or help. All going kind of good. But i got I'm going to. I'm determined to bring you back to this one, okay? Because as I said you've had the. You know, it's a really good hole, but you've kind of got put together a big resource in a very difficult time for the marketplace, where cash cash is tight, cash is expensive for guys like you at the moment because what, what the market is your share price. So, what are the things that people need to focus on? Say, so let's say in the new year when people are redeploying really, really their 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 capital after tax loss season, why are you a good Bet. Why are you a high leverage, high return story for people versus the other explorers out there? Why are you going to win? Great being in town. Yeah, with an excellent
0: management team. Okay, and and those three things are very obvious. For example, I could spend millions of dollars exploring everywhere on the yeah. belt. We are focused. Where are the best chances for me to find 2 million ounces? Right. Because I need scale. Great is good, but I need scale. Yeah, you need scale. For example, if you spend $400 million building a mine yeah. and you find 2 million ounces, your depreciation is 200 yeah. So if you basically have a mine that costs, say, 1000 to $1,200 US an ounce to produce, you have $200 an ounce for depreciation, you're making money. You're making $400 an ounce. You're producing 100,000 ounces a year. You're making 40 million dollars a year.
1: How do you get there? How many
0: there? Well, that's how you choose your target. Okay. We purchased the coal mine because we believed that there was tremendous potential. At surface, there is no question, because the proof is that a year ago we published a resource, a combined resource of 542,000 ounces, at roughly eight gram. Okay. And um, we believe that it's because it's near surface, it will be readily accessible. So when you look at the property and my deal with Newmont to option the property, you said, where can I find another million ounces? And don't forget the con mine has six hundred and fifty thousand ounces in reserve resource at eleven gram, between eleven to twelve gram
1: right.
0: left in the mine. So I have five forty near surface. I have 650 in the mine. Mm-hmm. I find one to 2 million ounces, and I have a 2 million ounces project right in town. Plus, mm-hmm. 20 kilometers north of town, we have four satellite deposits. Yeah. So the story now becomes 3 million ounces. But you do have the 2 million ounces to support building a mine again in your life. Right. So there's a bit of a threshold. How many ounces do I need, yeah. and where can I find it? The tripods
1: being attacked by plants here, aren't you? Yeah, a little Sorry bit. It's okay. Sorry about that. That's my Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I, I, I want to have an economic discussion with you. You talk about ec- economic, I want to have an economic discussion. Sure. We've seen different models out there. So if you look at like rocks, gold, you know, in West Africa, they, they had just you know, under half a million ounces there, and they said, Australian... Let's get drilling. Let's get mining. Let's get the stuff out of the ground. They were between sort of 8, 10 um, grams per tonne, right? It was enough for them to get going and use that capital to then drill out some, some of their other targets, right? Okay. So that's an Australian model. You- Correct. So- and I know that model extremely well. Right. And I want to make the point here because people need to understand like, the Canadian model has traditionally been, let's just keep drilling and see how many answers we can find under the ground, right? Recently, we're starting to see some companies change, Canadian companies change that and say, well, actually, let's get into production. Let's move this thing. Let's get revenue going. Let's be anti dilutary or however the hell they want to frame it. But that, that's sort of where they're going. And Do you think that makes sense? Or is it still a case of you just need to show the scale first? The, the geographical aspect of a project varies from
0: Africa is very comparable to Australia. Okay. Australia never sank shaft. This is a Keynesian thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not because the geology is different. They do have archaean. You have to realize in Canada, the glacier took everything off. Right. So if there was a surface expression when you deposit, yeah. which in Australia and Africa is beautiful because of the Lateritic and saprolitic yeah. uh, sequence between going into the rock. Look at Nevada, for example. Nevada was always an e state for gold until yeah. somebody decided to put a hole which became barrack at Gold Strike, yeah. below the oxide, and got into the sulfide, and then built the largest autoclave. Nevada is refractory across the board almost, across the board. And most of the mine were all at surface, but nobody wanted to go in the sulfide because of its refractory nature Yeah, until a pox or pressure oxidation system got built. Look, I don't think you can change you can definitely learn for I'm going to give you an example we learned from Australian people that it was cheaper to drive a ramp at the bottom of a shaft mm-hmm. than sinking the shaft deeper right. we learned that at Busquetou yeah. at uh, it's a mine in, in uh, next to La Ronde which is probably now part of uh, any uh uh, uh uh land holding but Busquetou was was uh I think we, we sank a shaft on five holes, black minerals, back in the '80s, mm-hmm. because we found the continuity of a massive sulfide deposit mm-hmm. that doesn't need the, the number of drill holes that gold needs. You know, the, 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 Every gold deposit is different. When you're drilling a massive sulfide, you know there's huge continuity, and you can also prove it too physically, speaking, by, by checking between two holes, the conductivity between. the the aspect of developing a mine, and I think you should always welcome all the ideas around the world how to do better, like we did driving a ramp. For example, I go back. So, i so the Calm mine, for example, uh, they never explore below 1,900 meters. They let the mine die, and they even shut down the mine with 600,000 ounces which is like three years of, three, four years of production. Mm. And they shut it down in 2003.
1: What, Gold premise, was it 350.
0: 350,
1: right?
0: Okay. And they had a different focus. Mm. Their mind shifted to old old Bay belt. Mm. That's why Miramar was purchased by Newmont in 2008. But while they were operating the car mine, they could have kept going and kept having revenue mm. for another two four years, five years. And it's sad because they never explore below the mine. I firmly believe that a deposit that can generate a million ounces of gold every 200 meters vertical in archaean geology is open to death. The million-dollar hole we did this year, starting in mid-April, basically is a 100% technical success, demonstrating that the Campbell Shear is there 200 meters below the mine? And in the foot wall of the Campbell shear, we found 13 grams over 1.7 meters of high grade mineralization, typical of what was mined right above, 200 meters above. So there's no question in my mind that this million ounces every 200 meters
1: vertical can be repeated okay. below the mine. That's how you define your target. That's how you define the target. and Now you've got to prove a uh... How many ounces below the ground you've got in some kind of documents so that the market can actually register. Because re- drilling, it, really, based on what you're saying, is good for some, but for others, I, I need some. Well, in a gold deposit and dealing with a shear zone, you need to drill more
0: than a mass sulfide deposit. Right. There's no question. But at the same time, what you're looking for is: is there too many ounces there? Because you have too many ounces, could become one and a half, right? But at depth like this, you're not going to drill every 25 meters. You're going to try to drill as much as you can. We calculated that to get to my 2 million ounces uh, measure indicated in Infer will cost probably about $10 million. Right. Okay. So, so I already like you have to know exactly. But if I find 2 million ounces with $10 million of Canadian exploration, mm-hmm. that's 5 bucks an ounce.
1: Cheap, cheap,
0: it's cheap, cheap, cheap ounces yeah, to be yeah, found. Absolutely. And I would never do these holes if I didn't have a shaft that goes down to 1,900 meters. Don't forget the saving. Being on the con mine, having a shaft that can be re because it's, it's already there. Yeah. You just need to re-service, yeah. which costs money. I'm not like, you're saying that it's going to be free. But just the sinking of that shaft, just the sinking, not the servicing, is $120 million U.S. It would be. Yeah. yeah, if you do
1: it now, if you yeah. start today, right. plus it will take three years. Right. So, so you're already ahead. You're ahead. Now, I, I'm. I'm more interested in like how you take advantage of it now, because obviously in this market, your share your share price as it is today, your market cap is it is today, you're not going out and asking for ten million bucks. No, So What is the What are the baby steps? What's the process? You're the
0: baby step is to limit dilution right. until you get to a point where people
1: start. Right. So uh, how do you How do you Tell a story that says, "Look, I'm really sure I think I'm confident about what I'm seeing here. um I feel that given the the right money at the right cost, I a mean not expensive capital, we can go through a process and demonstrate to you two million ounces in a very short space of time uh, we did r- that, time. we did that before yeah how
0: do how much ounces do you need yeah to bring this project back in production?
1: You tell me two million ounces, right. That's the limit you're putting on it. Keith. Have you thought about changing strategy at all? With any of this? Could you do it for a million ounces just get the thing going? Economic stack up for you.
0: Listen, I currently have five hundred thousand ounces near surface. Yeah. Uh, to purchase the mine, I need to find two million ounces. So I, I kind of like have a, a two. There's there's two steps to this approach. Yeah. The first step is that should I buy the con mine or not? Mm. If I don't find 2 million ounces, answers, I'm not buying the mine.
1: Okay, so that—that's the so that's the logic. That's yeah, 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 I like that logic. Yeah. Um, and the and con I know mean, you've got the option there, but what's what's it actually cost you? Because the ten million is for what? What precisely? How does that break down in terms of the allocation? Of that money. The ten million that I so need just to pretty much drilling. Right. So By the a- every time you do a feasibility study, yeah,
0: you on, on two million answers say. 80% of the cost of the feasibility study, mm-hmm. it demonstrates the potential is there, mm-hmm. okay? So for example, the ounces we have near surface, we can develop a model to mine them almost now. We're ready for that. We even have the metallurgy, mm-hmm. so we know what we need to do. I need to do a bit more work on Crestron, but if we build a 2,000 ton per day with the aim of producing 125,000 ounces a year, mm-hmm. we have year one to year six already covered on a cash flow basis. So, how much money do I need to build this? For example, yeah. is that if I only have like, say, a million ounces, yeah, and my mine costs four hundred million dollars, yeah, that's four hundred dollars an ounce on one million ounces. So you cannot you cannot take that risk. It's too much capital
1: investment right. for just one million ounces. And it, but it's an imperfect world out there at the moment. It's an imperfect market, and sometimes so you have to just think outside the box. Is there a business? And I've seen this other people trying or talking. I don't know if it will work with them, because they're just talking about it. It's like, sir, so why don't you sort of get some stuff out of there, get some money to allow you to do the economic service, and allow you to do the drilling that you need. It's not the most efficient. It is far from the most efficient, but in an imperfect world sometimes. It
0: depends. The you see, the, the cost of building a mine in Australia, Africa and Canada is very different, mm. right? You deal with a different climate. Uh, you basically, for example, you look at uh, uh, people that build e in in Nevada or in California. Because I was involved in one mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. And uh, for example, sometimes you don't have to crush and grind. Yeah. If you have visible gold, you need a gravity circuit. You know, the the number of different things you need to have to look at for a project a grade varies. Grade isn't
1: anything, is it?
0: No gra- gra- g- grade helps. Helps for sure. Grade helps. It's not the only thing. You know, yeah. ten yeah. grams yeah. helps. Eight gram as surface oh. uh, yeah. But the colour of grade at surface is maybe, you know, three point three grams over three meters. Say a GT of ten, nine, ten. Mm. But but below there at at two thousand meters, it's probably twice. Six gram over three meters.
1: Yeah. So about yeah. four. Seriously, but I can see well six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. So you yeah, what I'm trying to get out of here is like uh, you know, the way that my, uh, you know Leaders of companies have to think in an environment like this to to kind of mm. advance the project. Either you sit back and you say, we've got something good, we'll wait for the market to recognize that. Or you say, I'll find a workaround for now. Imperfect as it is,
0: yeah. inefficient as But it- ask yourself, ask yourself also, it's like, the money supply is tight now. Mm. Okay. So you your budget is lower for drilling. So... Where do you put your money? What are your chances of finding a million ounces? Where is it? At so so you, look at, you look at the project yeah. itself with your yeah. geologist, with yeah. your team, and you ask the question when you go for budget for the following year, yeah. said do you have a target for two million ounces? Do you? That's the question you ask your team. And, and if the team doesn't come up with an ID, then, you know, it's like it's too bad. I'm not going to give you any money. When we worked for big companies, which I did for most of my career until I was almost 50 years old, I started Detour, like I was like 48, 49 years old. But I worked for other people. I had to defend my IDs in front of people every year. Where do you want to spend your money? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Until I worked a lot in corporate development and due diligence stuff. But every time you go for budget, what is your target? What is your objective? Are you going to find, that? are you going to try to follow that tiny
1: little vein, you, you know? Where, where, so, you back your question, it's like, do you know where you would like to drill if someone said, here's 10 million bucks, it's not expensive, off you go. You?
0: Well, first of all, I would say, if if you give me $10 million at 20 cents, I'll take it. Okay, there you go. Right. But, 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 but at 10 cents, I would not? Of course. Let's
1: say I did give you that at 20 cents. What about a dollar? Would you give me $5 million? Like you. But not that much. So, but it's it's like you've got, to, you've got to ask the question. It's like, do you know now where you would drill if you had the money? Whatever Yes. Is. Right. You know
0: exactly where to. I know exactly where to. Con- yes. Right. That's okay. why we're drilling below the mine. I guess that's what the market is like really clear. We are very clear about targeting the Campbell share
1: right.
0: at depth. And if we had an extra million dollars, yeah. I will go north on the Campbell share. Yeah. North of the giant mine, and start poking some holes there. Okay. Exactly. And then once I once I've I've got uh, I've got uh, the southern part mm. locked in, I will drill in the south too.
1: Okay. So this isn't like a geologist fantasy thing. This
0: is like no, no, no. no, no. Would you Would you follow Would you follow on an intersection of eight grams over eight meters, hundred meters below surface. Eight grams over eight meters. That's that's. That's really nice. That's nice. Eh? It's not yeah. bad, right? Yeah. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Okay. So let's, so get, let's get back to we you. Don't, we are not lacking targets. Okay. We just don't have the money supplied to address them all. So you have to focus on your best one.
1: Exactly. And that's, that's what I'm trying to get to with you. Okay. Let, let's try another angle here in terms of thinking a worker workarounds and stuff sure. like that. Is yes. You don't want to kind of give away all of the upside, certainly not of these prices. But at the same time, can you... Harner, what other type of money could you get in here to allow you to do what you do? Or is it better to wait? You know, if the money comes, it's easier, right? For sure. Uh,
0: windows for gold investment change uh, upon many different uh, reason and sentiments. Uh, I don't control the market. My job is to adapt to the market. And I do the best I can to find as many answers as possible with the less amount of money.
1: Mm. But, I, but I'm saying to you, do you have, do you think it's important or incumbent on you and for and for your shareholders? You're a big shareholder, but there's also other shareholders. Is incumbent on you to find a workaround in a market like this, or is it better to wait? You know, or you believe you've got something really good on the ground, that's not gonna go away, markets change, maybe that's fine. You, you could, for example,
0: take a break from drilling right. and, and basically not dilute the shareholder to drill. Yes. Right. There's no question you could do that. But at the same time, you're losing one year. You know. So, so what you're trying to do in my mind, this is what I think. I might be wrong. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not an expert about shareholder sentiment. But I would rather prefer keep working, keep advancing yeah. at a slower pace. If there is no money supply and the share price was, look, one of the biggest things I created when I f- founded Detour was the share count. Okay? We started at 40 million share and we built the mine, we only had 110 million share. I joined this company, we had about 140 million share and now we're at 280. And if I raise money at this price, I will suffer more dilution again. So it's a big philosophical question. Do you hibernate for a year, wait for a better market, or or you basically keep working because you believe in the project? I
1: think they also believe in their project, but what they don't want to do is put themselves in a position where it's terminal for the company if if they do raise money they don't.
0: Go to Australia. They they don't care about two cents and three cents stock and a billion share. They don't. That market absolutely. is completely different than ours. That's just a decimal point. No, but they can trade at half a cent. They don't care, and that's why. Yeah. So you just change the market regulation from Australia to Canada, and you have a different market. Just to give you an example, and, you, you, you can't can compare market to market if they're not comparable.
1: No, I know that. We work with enough Australian companies, um, and I speak to them most mornings, so I'm, I'm, and I've invested in a lot of them as well. they have done very, very well. But it's more about with the penny or two. I use just a little bit more money than that. Um, but you know, it's, now it's I was the, talking some, the differential. Yeah, yeah. But you, you're talking about decimal points as opposed to market value or value creation, right? That's what I'm talking about: is the ability to, to access capital and sometimes having to think outside the box to change. You control. What you can control, but at the same time, you can sort of change the way that you, you approach market and different. And I really just want to get at it because I see so many different plans and thoughts and processes S- some management team but most management teams we will never be able to actually deliver upon that you have in the past and p- no, here yeah. you have a plan and I'm just trying to help you I guess articulate to me and I guess everyone else is listening or watching this thing is that to have the confidence in your your thoughts and how this project creates value forever for everyone even in a market like this so you're you're saying best to move forward. Well, perhaps slower than normally, and let's see what happens with the market. But let's move this thing forward. I've already been slow enough because of the market.
0: Yeah, yeah. The we way, that we way would have advanced the project. Um, for example, if the market was better, instead of having only one big rig, I would have two big rig to drill two master right away, mm-hmm. because time time is money to some extent. Yeah. A lot of people when they see something, and most of the most of the time is that. They already, most of the investors, have this tested on their patients. So what do you do? You ask them to be another year of patients without no news for a year? Or, okay. well, or, or you take a small risk and then you make sure that every shareholder that wants to participate, participate? So one way of no dilution is like a right of issue. For example, mm-hmm. should you do this or you do a right of issue with somebody else coming in? There's all kind of things you can do, but I think if you hibernate just because you feel that you cannot raise the money or something, you might be forced to hibernate if you don't raise the money, but the project will never die. It's still going to be there, but but I think people have a very short vision instead of a medium to long-term vision, and when a project takes a bit more time, but... Look, we, we are in a very different market than when we built Detour. But raising that much money in such of a short time is is hasn't been seen since then. Yeah. So So think big. Saying, you could think big, but it's
1: better to keep going. In my mind. But I, well, that's what I mean. Like but was saying, like th- think small short term in terms of like keeping the thing going, but think big in terms of you want all of the upside hackers to be looking for this. That's a link by Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, we're never gonna give that away, no. No, I think uh, I was talking to some people uh, uh, not long time ago, and uh, they wanted to do a GV uh, with us. If they were looking in, if they were, if they like it enough, they would probably approach it from, I mean, from a GV perspective. Mm. And I said, no. Yeah, no. You have to buy in, like, every shareholders. And even if you move the project slower, I'm not going to let you have a, an option. And uh, the, the option is good because if they don't fulfill the option, they get nothing. Right? Mm. But having a partner sometimes, if they fulfill the option, the partner could also stank it, stang the project, mm. you know, because they you disagree on funding, on, on different things. It's always better to stay 100% ownership.
1: Great. Okay, okay ma'am. You see as always.
0: Pleasure. Like, Do you? Really? happens yeah. they a lot but not everything <laughs> it's impossible to know everything Matt I I think I still learn myself every day I'm always willing to listen and uh, if some people have uh, you know good intelligence listen to it